0: Hey everybody, this is Paul from QuizFix. Thanks a lot for downloading or streaming or however else you're getting this into your ears. We really do appreciate everybody. A couple of notes before we get started with this week's podcast. This week's episode and next week's episode were pre-recorded a few weeks ago. Monica is out on vacation, so we did some segments early. I'll be dropping in some things here and there. There will be some editing things we'll need to do. If it sounds a little stranger than usual, uh, bear with us. We'll be back with the uh, full team in a couple of weeks. Also, the All-Star Fantasy Pub Quiz Team draft is getting a lot of good response. The teams you guys are putting together are fantastic. We're going to let that keep going for the next few weeks. And I think we're going to try to link it into some sort of contest. I don't know exactly what that's going to be, but keep those responses coming. We're going to post pictures and names. And also, if you want to name your pub quiz team with these uh, all-star players, uh, please do so. Uh, So when you submit quizfix at gmail.com or through the contact uh, submission webpage on our website quizfix.net and you can now go to the podcast page on quizfix.net and see the pictures of the teams. Uh, Let us know where you're submitting from. Let us know your name. If you have a good pub quiz team name for your fantasy team, please put that out as well and we'll start posting the pictures of your team very, very soon. Quizfix.net slash podcast. And we would love to have some more listeners. So if you have a friend that loves trivia or loves weird facts or realizes that trivia and weird facts are pretty much the same thing or loves it when people make cat noises, uh, please let them know that we exist. Get them onto iTunes or SoundCloud. We are looking into other avenues of getting this stream out But uh, for right now, iTunes and SoundCloud are the best way to get us. And we really do appreciate everybody's support. Uh, All right. I think that's it. On with the show. There's still some good times right now. Hey, hanging out here with you doing this podcast, it's a pretty good time.
1: Yeah, it's great. (laughs) (laughs) Moving on. (laughs) (laughs) Let's get trivial, trivial I wanna get trivial
0: Hello and welcome to the Quiz Fix podcast. My name is Paul.
1: My name is Monica.
0: This is episode nine.
1: Episode nine. Yes.
0: So uh, thank you very much for downloading and listening. And how are you today? By the way, I should ask.
1: I'm wonderful. How are you? I'm I'm well.
0: I'm well. We're sitting here again in the apartment of uh, Monica and Scott with Puka and Murderface wandering about. Yep. Probably we'll hear from them. Uh, They've been vocal so far this evening to a certain point.
1: Well, they just had their dinner. Yeah, I see see Murderface (laughs) snacking over there. (laughs) They might be settling down after that. That's good. I have actually had a conversation with a friend on the phone where we only said meow. And we knew exactly what we were talking about. Of all the things you've told me
0: in your life, that is the least surprising fact ever.
1: Wait, I want to tell you my meow story too. I, oh. <laughs> I forgot about this. I'm
0: going to settle in right now. <laughs> Ugh, I'm 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 getting all comfy and cozy. Tell me your meow story.
1: Oh, we were at a bar that a show had played. And it was kind of the end of the night, and everything's winding down, and everybody's just kind of sitting around. People are packing up their gear and stuff. And they had the music on at the bar, and it was a song that I don't remember the name of it. But uh, it reminds me of uh, the movie Twelve Monkeys. Okay. Because it's playing... Uh, when he wakes up in the hospital or whatever, and all those doctors are standing around him. Oh. It's an instrumental song. So I start meowing it, and it goes exactly meow, 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 meow,
0: meow. I know exactly what that song is
1: called. Meow, 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 meow. Everybody in the bar starts doing it with me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you started a meow trend.
1: I did. So what's the song called? The song
0: is called "Sleepwalking." Sleepwalking, and it's by a, a duo called uh, a duo named Santo and Johnny. Okay. That was a big hit, and Brian Setzer did a recording of it with Brian Setzer Orchestra back in the '90s. But uh, yeah, that's so a great song.
1: One of the bands that plays. Crystal Beth and the Boom Boom band. Okay. And I saw her later at another show, and she's like, oh, you're the meow girl.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I did not know your meowing had such notoriety.
1: I I got all of Seattle meowing. (laughs) Ladies and
0: gentlemen, we have a meow celebrity, (laughs) right meow, on the podcast. Wow. I mean, meow. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So that is, should, that's amazing. <laughs> should we start the podcast? I think we did. <laughs> last week, Monica and I, for the Audio Round Challenge, acted out scenes from teen movies. And we had a lot of entries this week. Uh, Chuck Duncan is this week's winner. Most right answers. Pulled his name out of the hat. And Chuck Duncan, thanks a lot. Here are the answers to last week's Audio Round. Sixteen Candles. <laughs> You don't have to dance.
1: I me mean, can just stand there and. me and my dudes and just be you. And... Sounds major. Ten Things I Hate About You.
0: You don't strike me as the type that would ask your father for permission. Oh, so now you think you know me? <laughs> I'm getting there. Easy A. Don't get mad, but. Uh, Brandon told me what you did for him. Oh, well, rest assured it was equally as thrilling for me. <sighs> no. he he told me the truth I was just hoping that maybe you could do the same for me heavens everybody's life has got static is your life perfect? oh yeah I'm on my way to a party at Remington University no my life's not perfect I don't really like my friends yeah I uh I don't really like your friends either Teen witch.
1: I'm rubber, you're glue, whatever you call me sticks back on you You think you're hot stuff cause you went to a dance Dreamer, nobody wants to date you because you're a dog A dog
0: Ferris Buller's Day
1: Off Drugs?
0: Thank you, no, I'm straight
1: I meant, are you in here for drugs?
0: Why are you here?
1: Drugs say anything I want to see you again I want to see you as much as I can before you leave I said it
0: I only have something like 16 weeks
1: 16 weeks is a long time
0: then call me tomorrow
1: today's tomorrow then call me later okay
0: all right well done winner of the audio round uh shall we uh, jump right into the fun stuff
1: Are you talking about the lightning round? I am talking
0: about lightning round. This is the lightning round where I ask Monica five questions on a subject. She asks me five questions on a different subject. Monica, what is your subject for me this week?
1: 80s television.
0: Thank God. (laughs) Yours is fashion.
1: Oh, did I choose that? You did choose that. Oh, what is wrong with me? You know, pulling back
0: the curtain a little bit more, we choose these. Kind of. We choose most of these categories for ourselves because we want to succeed as much as we can. But uh, that <laughs> doesn't mean they're any easier. No. So, uh, As
1: I have definitely proven. So I got a list of stuff
0: from uh, Monica, and one of the last ones she put was fashion. So I have a fashion quiz for you.
1: I must have been. Uh, really optimistic when i put that
0: yes we'll we'll see how this goes do you want to go first or second second all right let's begin number one for monica what designer best known for her wedding dresses has a logo similar to the one for volkswagen
1: is it vera wang
0: vera wang is correct well done she it's almost identical as the V on top and the W underneath. i it's hmm. amazing that someone hasn't sued. Yeah. For that.
1: You can't sue her.
0: No, she's Vera Wang. Yeah. She's awesome.
1: She has uh stuff at Kohl's.
0: Does she? Mhm. She also designed a lot of ice skating costumes. I just of her big learned things. that recently. Yeah. <laughs> I may may have written a round about that. That's very possible now that I think about it.
1: I hope more of the questions are from that round. Oh, we'll see.
0: (laughs) We'll see. Maybe you'll do better than you think.
1: Your first question. What TV show starring Michael Landon did TV Guide rank its two-part episode, I'll Be Waving As You Drive Away, number 97, on its 100 Greatest Episodes of All Time list?
0: I'll be waving as you go away. I'm going to say Little House on the Prairie. Drive away. Oh, because you drive away. But
1: yes, you're right. Little House on the Prairie, (laughs) yeah.
0: Well, there was only two shows. Highway to Heaven was the other one that he was in. uh, And I can't imagine that would be on anybody's list for best episodes of all time. So Little House on the Prairie, yeah. Did you watch Little House on the Prairie? No, I didn't. Have you ever seen an episode of Little, Little House on the Prairie?
1: I've seen bits.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: I think I read the books.
0: Yeah, I read I read a couple of the books, um, and that was a that was a family watch. That was one of those shows that everybody got around to watch at least for a couple of seasons. Mm. Yeah,
1: my favorite book was Little House in the Big Woods.
0: Oh, I, I can't remember the difference between any of those books now.
1: That's all I really remember, <laughs> to be honest. <laughs>
0: Question number two, what German physician got the idea for his signature boot while recovering from an ankle sprain?
1: Doc Martin?
0: (laughs) That is correct. Well done. Name another boot named after possibly a German physician. (laughs) Kankelschlag, Doctor Kankelschlag. By the way, did do you ever? F- what does Kankelschlag mean? Does, did you find out?
1: I think we have a team it's that's a, a,
0: regu- a semi-regular team that calls themselves Konkelschlag.
1: Yeah, I think it is some made-up German word for kankel. <laughs> I think that's what they I'm, came up I'm, with I'm it I'm about.
0: This up now. I
1: it don't think it's a real word. I think they made it up.
0: <laughs> so this makes me very happy when I when I Google Konkelschlag,
1: Yeah.
0: All, all it comes up is our blog. <laughs> our Tumblr, just Tumblr comes up over and over again with pictures I told of them. You. That's awesome. That's awesome. Good.
1: We love you, Konkelschlag. We do love you,
0: Konkelschlag. And I, I've now after. Years of them playing my quiz, I now say their name sort of correctly.
1: You know, they were sad that we didn't mention them when we were talking about team names. Oh,
0: I'm sorry. Now, now, Schlag, you're getting your uh, your time. Yep, Conkel Schlag.
1: <laughs> what star of the Breakfast Club was also part of the original cast of The Facts of Life?
0: That is Molly Ringwald correct yes that was the first season of facts of life when there was like a million characters yeah
1: that's why they took her out
0: and then they were like no we gotta pare it down let's mm-hmm. get it to four let's get the the tootie and the and the fruity the natalie and the fruity <laughs> the rudy tootie fresh and fruity from uh, ihop do you take the good and you take the bad and you take it all and then you have the facts of life
1: I never watched
0: it. It was a spinoff show.
1: I didn't read that oh, while I was strokes. writing these different questions.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, question number three for you. FCUK is a British fashion label. Uh, that's, that's what the UK stands for. Do you know what the FC stands for? This used to be a label you saw a lot. It was controversial because it looks like a naughty word. It
1: does. Yeah. Is it fashion? <laughs> <laughs> no, that's not it.
0: <laughs> You're right, fashion. <laughs> Amazing. How did you know? Wow. You know, here's what I like about that answer. Is that it's presuming that this company called themselves fashion and then said, you know what? We got to soften that a little bit because people aren't going to ever print that. So let's put UK on the end of it. And then it sort of looks like. Fuck. And then they're like, oh, you know what? We're never going to sell a it's, stitch of clothing.
1: It's the British. Oh, I yes. The American I love those British.
0: <laughs> oh, the editing is going to be fun on this one. <laughs> How much of that do I leave in? Should All I? of it. None of it. Uh, it stands for French Connection. French Connection. Oh, okay. French Connection UK is the fashion label. Send your cards and letters to Monica. <laughs> Courtesy of quizfix at gmail.com.
1: At babycakes. Babycakes.blah, blah, 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 blah.
0: Dot gov.
1: uk. Dot Dot edu. matrix. Your next question. What show's unconventional series finale titled Web saw the main characters go on an adventure aboard the Starship Enterprise between flashbacks from previous episodes.
0: Was that Star Trek The Next Generation?
1: No. That's uh, what they were doing. Okay. But it wasn't for that show. What was it? It was Webster.
0: Real a web trek. Yeah. How oh, interesting. I okay. really got excited when I read That's that. That's amazing. <laughs> so wow. That's like, I like
1: Lieutenant Wharf was on it and everything. I like
0: knowing that. Yeah. I totally like knowing that. Uh your next question number four. What Italian shoemaker created the first stiletto heel in the nineteen fifties, made it for Marilyn Monroe.
1: Versace,
0: no Salvatore Ferragamo. I Ferragamo, I have known that. yeah.
1: Why did I choose this? I don't know. Torture myself. I don't know. In Night Rider, what does Kit's name stand for?
0: Oh no! This is a really good trivia question, and I think I'm going to bomb this. It stands for Night Industries. Something technology? Oh my god! Night Industries.
1: Oh man, it's not technology.
0: Okay, well it's Night Industries. I know that for sure. For sure. Um.
1: That's a half a point.
0: Yeah, no half points. (laughs) Not even for no. No, I won't take them. Two out of four points. All right. What What (laughs) does the TT stand for?
1: Two thousand.
0: Oh no.
1: (laughs) <laughs> that's so stupid. But that's good
0: to know. That is a that is a, that is something that comes up at trivia and Night Industries is all I could think of there. That's a good one. That's a good one. That could definitely come up. Uh, your last question: What French designer is responsible for both the little black dress and the first women's suit?
1: It's Coco Chanel.
0: Coco Chanel. I love. That name mm-hmm. Coco Chanel, which I never knew she was a fashion designer. I only knew about Chanel Number no. Five and the perfumes. Oh, really? I did not know until I did some research that she had also done a lot of designing. And her first—I mean, the little black dress, of course—but uh, the first women's suit. She was the first person to make a, a suit for women to work uh, to wear in the workplace. Mm. To be fashionable and to uh, to work, it was a skirt and a and a coat, and it was. Uh, top, she was very forward in a top hat and a monocle. <laughs> the monocle was uh was very important. Um, that's good. You didn't do bad. So you got one. Let's see. You got one, two. You got three out of five.
1: I usually get three.
0: Yeah, that was good for a, for a category that you picked. <laughs> And and regretted. (laughs) That was the lightning. You have one one more. more.
1: (laughs) Here's your last question. Okay. On Cheers, what was the name of the bar that always played practical jokes on the game?
0: Oh, right. Oh, no. Okay. Oh, it was Gary's. Oh, my God. I can't remember the full name. It, Gary owned it, and it was Gary's like fun time, something or other. Oh God!
1: It wasn't fun time.
0: It's like Gary's, but it's like that, like playtime, yeah. fun time.
1: It's you want to know? I, I do. It's Gary's Old Time Tavern. Ah,
0: Old Time. Boy, I, I maybe could have, if I had, like, a at a quiz, if I had had some time to, like, think about it. Maybe you've cut up with the Old Time, but that's good. Gary. I remember Gary's. Yeah, they had the big rivalry. They were always playing pranks on each other. hmm Yeah. There was also, the question I've asked before was the name of the restaurant above Cheers because that was the whole thing was like there was always patrons that were waiting to go up to the restaurant. And now I'm blanking on that name. (laughs) So what was the point of me bringing that up? (laughs) Uh, But it was like a seafood restaurant above Cheers, and now I'm going to look it up so the people on the podcast can be like, oh, I know what it is. There's probably people listening to this right now yelling, going, it's, it's, uh, you know what it is. It's the one up above
1: the sea word.
0: It's called. Mm, it was the M. Melville's. Melville's fine seafood. And they'd usually get some patrons waiting in the bar downstairs, waiting for a table. And they were always like people who were shishy and didn't fit in with the uh, with the Cheers crowd. Mm. normally would make fun of them. D- sometimes, do you want to go where everybody knows your name?
1: Sometimes. Not. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> was that Puka?
1: Oh, it's Murder
0: Face. Murder Where well, did I see that? Well singing. Oh, good girl. <laughs> hey, Murder Face, guess what? That was the lightning round. Sometimes you want- Your name. This is Game Prep. <laughs> things You Should Know. What's that?
1: you was so robotic.
0: <laughs> this is Game Prep. Meow, meow. These are things you may need to know at this week's Pub Quizzes. This is National Physicians Week, which uh, ends on National Doctors' Day on March 30th. And uh, they're encouraging people to use the hashtag ThanksDoc to give medical professionals a little love out there.
1: Have they not learned yet about the hashtags and what people really do with them? What do you mean? There's going to be a lot of sarcastic tweets that say... Thanks, Doc.
0: Right. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Yeah. That's true. Um,
1: I'm I'm foreseeing this.
0: Yes. Yeah. $400 uh, medical bill for a 15-minute appointment. Thanks, Thanks, Doc. Yeah.
1: 1867. Good year. Secretary of State William Seward buys a chunk of land from Russia for $7.2 million, this land becomes Alaska, and the purchase is referred to as Seward's Folly.
0: Yeah, they uh, thought it was dumb, or a lot of people thought it was dumb for him to uh, want to buy that land.
1: Really, they did? Yeah,
0: they didn't think it was, like, what? why are we purchasing land way up, way north of the United States? Because there's
1: gold up there. Right.
0: And then you can, like, you know, as Sarah Palin told us, then you can keep an eye on Russia (laughs) from your house. 1886. John Pemberton whips up the first batch of Coca-Cola in his Atlanta backyard. Pemberton was a Confederate Civil War general. He was trying to beat his addiction to morphine by finding a pain-killing substitute was whipping up a little coca-cola with the coca being the uh, painkiller that he was trying to use
1: so he was switching out one addiction for another
0: yeah it was one of those uh well morphine is bad so let's try some cocaine
1: let's just get addicted to everything (laughs) you know i really do miss that cocaine cocaine and coca-cola yeah
0: well i think we've Completely missed that. (laughs) So I don't think it's been there for a very long time. Are you a Coca-Cola fan, or do you have a, a favorite soda?
1: I like Coke, all right. I like Pepsi.
0: like Pepsi better?
1: Yeah, but honestly, if you put them down in front of me without labels, I don't think I'd be able to tell the difference.
0: Neither would I.
1: 1889. The Eiffel Tower is opened in Paris. It was designed by Gustav Eiffel to be the entrance for the 1889 World's Fair. Yeah. Are there still World's Fairs?
0: Ooh, that is a good question.
1: Because I hear about them in the past a lot, but I've never heard of
0: one today. Let's look up to see when the last one was. I think they're still going on. Um, in fact... Ladies and gentlemen, Expo 2017 in Kazakhstan. The Expo's theme this year is future energy. The next one after this one is in 2020, and that's in Dubai.
1: Hmm.
0: Yeah. And when was the last one in America? That's what I want to see here. Because Seattle had theirs, and that's how we got the Space Needle, which was kind of our answer to the uh, Eiffel Tower. There was one in oh well of course, there was one in Knoxville in 1982 which we know from Simpson episodes. Yeah,
1: the wig sphere. <laughs> yeah. There
0: was one in New Orleans in 1984. That looks like the last American one that I can see. But yeah, the wig sphere. <laughs> the wig sphere. Nelson you know, Nelson loved that Wigsphere.
1: No, he loved Branson. Oh my god, going to the was it Andy Williams? Yes. Uh. Nineteen sixty-three
0: in Knoxville, Tennessee, Quentin Tarantino is born. How about that? Are you a Quentin Tarantino fan?
1: Not really. Do you like
0: any of his movies?
1: I kind of like the Reservoir Dogs. Mm -hmm. And the Kill Bills were kind of fun. Yeah. What are some other ones?
0: Pulp Fiction?
1: No, I actually didn't like that one because it had a horrible rape scene in it.
0: Oh, the uh, Zed. Yeah.
1: Have you seen Four Rooms? I have not. I think it was one of his
0: first. Yeah, that was one that he he just did one section of. It was like different filmmakers made different sections. Oh, it was? Yeah. It was one of those anthology movies that had um, different directors doing different sections.
1: Well, the very last scene of that movie is one of my favorite endings to a movie. Oh, yeah? Yeah. So, do you want to
0: hear it? I do. Okay. Hi, everybody. Paul again. Monica is just about ready to spoil the ending of the movie Four Rooms. So, spoiler alert for Four Rooms.
1: So it's some sort of bet that these guys have. Mm -hmm. And they have a Zippo lighter. And the bet is that the guy cannot open the Zippo, flick it once, and light it. And do that ten times in a row without not without like flicking it and it not lighting you know uh-huh so <laughs> they get the bell boy in there and the thing of the bet is if he can't do it then he is gonna cut off the tip of his finger wow and the bell boy has to cut it with like this big chopping knife or something so they're like okay okay we're doing it and they opens the Zippo, flicks it, it doesn't light, chop, end of the movie. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: and it's like the credits and the bellboy just like walking out like,
0: <laughs>
1: and the guy like screaming in the background. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and that I'm looking up right now, that was the section directed by Quentin Tarantino.
1: Okay, I, I thought it was. Yeah. But I just thought that was a pretty funny ending. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I'll have to see that one. I'll have to catch up with that one.
1: 1970. Nixon signs the Public Health Cigarette Smoking Act, requiring the Surgeon General's warnings on cigarette packaging and banning cigarette ads from television and radio.
0: Yep, that was it. Uh, I think the last ad on TV ran in January of the following year, and then that was it. No more ads on TV and radio. You still have print ads, but that was it.
1: I have this memory from elementary school. It was probably health class. And the teacher said, So how many of you have seen a cigarette ad on TV? And everybody raised their hand. And she said, no, you haven't. <laughs> but the fact that the ad, the other ads are so prominent yeah. and as children, we all thought we had seen yeah. an ad on TV. Yeah,
0: that's very true. Thanks,
1: Thanks Doc. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, Doc. Thanks, Surgeon General. 1979. Three Mile Island, a nuclear reactor outside of Harris, Pennsylvania, suffers a coolant leak leading to a partial meltdown. There was a movie called The China Syndrome that uh, Jane Fonda, Jack Lemmon, and Michael Douglas starred in, and it was about a nuclear reactor melting down, an emergency uh, crisis. That came out 12 days before... The three-mile island accident happened. Wow. So it was like, oh, this movie came out. Oh, this this is an interesting movie. And then the accident happened, and then it became a very interesting movie. Now, the movie is more about a terrorist attack on a nuclear reactor, but still.
1: When did Chernobyl happen?
0: Chernobyl, Chernobyl happened in the 80s. Okay. Yeah. Are there any active nuclear projects? Uh, is there any cities there? There's are...
1: one in uh, Springfield.
0: Springfield, Ohio? Or no. Springfield...
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, I've walked right into that one. <laughs> That's amazing.
1: 1981. Ronald Reagan is shot by John Hinckley Jr. outside of a Washington, D.C. hotel. Hinkley claims to have done it to curry favor with Jodie Foster. The incident starts a national conversation on gun control. The Brady Bill gets signed in 1994.
0: Named after James Brady, who got shot in the head during that assassination attempt. Mm. And he became a gun control advocate. And in fact, when he passed away, it was declared a homicide, even though he lived that long afterwards but it was, it was because of the bullet in his head that he died they ruled it a homicide he died
1: 10 years later
0: he died like 30 years 30 later. years later i'm gonna look that up too and get this right because this is interesting oh wow he died in 2014 33 years after the shooting and it was ruled a homicide wow yeah but uh, he, uh, the Brady Bill was instrumental in getting the five-day waiting period uh, for handgun sales. 1985, the first WrestleMania is held at Madison Square Garden. The main event is Hulk Hogan and Mr. T against Paul Orndorff and Rowdy Roddy Piper. There were other celebrities that appeared there. Cindy Lopper Was uh, a manager for the uh, World Wrestling Federation's Women's Champion, and Muhammad Ali was a referee for the main event.
1: That sounds like a grand old time.
0: (laughs) My other favorite thing that I read about this the theme song for the event was Phil Collins and Philip Bailey's Easy Lover. Really? He's an easy easy lover. lover. He put going hold, hold on, on, you believe it. it. That was the theme of WrestleMania <laughs> in 1985. <laughs> That's, That's awesome. That's amazing. Well, a bunch of guys in tights.
1: I really like The Rock.
0: Yeah, I could smell what The Rock you was cooking. You know
1: that him and Dwayne Johnson look exactly the same?
0: Have you ever seen The Rock and Dwayne Johnson in the same room together?
1: No. See,
0: I heard a rumor that The Rock is <laughs> Dwayne Johnson's body double for the movies. Oh, really? Yeah, but I haven't been able to confirm that. <laughs> you jabroni.
1: I actually used to date someone who oh, who wrestled. That's awesome.
0: <laughs> that I love that, and that is staying in. Were you going to all the matches? No,
1: actually, I wasn't really into it at that point. Yeah. But I went to one. I went to one of the matches.
0: Is he famous now?
1: Uh, Not nationally. Is
0: is, Is it Dwayne Johnson?
1: Maybe. Maybe. 2005, Doctor Who comes back after being canceled in 1989. Christopher Eccleston played the ninth doctor
0: how big of a Doctor Who fan are you
1: I'm a pretty big fan for the for the reboot
0: so give me a ranking Star Trek Red Dwarf Doctor Who reboot
1: oh my gosh that is tough yeah like and am and- I missing
0: and am I missing a sci-fi show that you like even better than all those or are those are your top three?
1: Those are the top three. Okay, good. I mean, there's a whole bunch of other ones. Sure. But Farscape. No.
0: Battlestar Galactica.
1: I do like that one.
0: Far Out Space Nuts. What? I'll tell you about Far Out Space Nuts. Later. <laughs> What's your three? What, so, uh, rank
1: them. I think Red Dwarf is probably my favorite.
0: Okay. That's a good choice.
1: And then Star Trek and then Doctor Who.
0: And then which flavor of Star Trek is your favorite? Deep Space Nine. Okay. Far Out Space Nuts. Don't know this one? This was a Saturday morning live Saturday morning show back in the late 70s starring uh, Bob Denver, who played Gilligan, and Chuck McCann. And the premise of Far Out Space Nuts is these are the guys, they're not astronauts, but they were um, loading food onto basically like if it was like a commercial flight, they were loading like the food trays onto the the thing. Yeah. And he was supposed to push the button lunch, but he pushed launch. launch. <laughs> and then they went up into space and they were far out space nuts. And then wacky things happened on the moon and they never seemed to have to wear a helmet.
1: Really? Yeah.
0: And, uh, yeah, they they encountered aliens on the moon. They were far out space nuts.
1: Oh man. Yeah,
0: the 70s, everybody. <laughs> 70s had the good drugs.
1: Sorry I missed that. No, you're not.
0: <laughs> that was game prep, everybody.
1: This is Tips and Tricks.
0: Mm-hmm. Tips and Tricks. Tippy mm-hmm. tippy tricks. Mm-hmm.
1: So what are we talking about?
0: I think we should talk about cheaters.
1: <gasps> so there was a team... They didn't come for trivia yeah. and there was this old lady who was looking everything up. And another team was like, "She's looking everything up on her phone." And I said something to her and she was still doing it. And then I sat there and I watched her and I realized that she was trying to but she really did not know how to use her phone. <laughs> So I just let it go. And they didn't win or anything. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Right. That was probably the funniest cheating I've ever seen. Like she was so bad at it she couldn't cheat even when she was really trying to.
0: I've had the the two funniest ones I remember having, there was the two guys sitting at the bar and after three rounds, we do the halftime and they bring up their papers and we read off scores. And they had received, in the first three rounds, out of 30 questions, they had gotten 30 right. A little red flag went up, and I just figured I would you take... it
1: started watching them. I would
0: keep an eye on them. At this place, I had a wireless microphone. So I was able to walk, walk out in, in the crowds. <laughs> and it wasn't a place I was doing the PowerPoint, so it was just a regular kind of quiz night. Okay. So I had this wireless microphone so I could walk around. So while I was reading the fourth round, I started walking kind of behind them and they were sitting at a bar faced away from me so they didn't see and as I get closer to them I can see this glow emanating from the lap of Mm -hmm. one of the players and he's got a phone just right out there you have to decide what you're going to do at that point you can get on the microphone and try to make fun of them or Mm -hmm. disparage them in some way I just leaned in between them between questions leaned in between them and said gotta put your phone away and the guy like bobbled it for a second (laughs) oh I'm sorry and then I started to walk away and I leaned back over and said 30 out of 30 right and they and they kind of smiled and I went back to reading questions and to their credit they stuck through the rest of the quiz they didn't win anything they weren't going to win anything but they didn't get a high enough score to win anything but they came back And They were were one of the regular teams for a little while, and they played honestly after that. They just were having fun, and they didn't think they were getting caught, and they took it good-naturedly. And I know hosts that really try to ream players that cheat, try to make examples out of them, try to make fun of them. I do that so rarely because I want people to stick around, and Mm -hmm. I want people to come back and... I want people to spend money there at the bar because that's the whole point. And you know, I, I'll make sure that they won't win a prize. I'll make sure that they, you know, cheaters won't won't prosper, as Spock would say. <laughs> but um, for my personal taste, I don't like it when hosts get really aggressive at quizzes like that. Mm. It's just that it makes it less fun for everybody else. And they weren't, they weren't, you know killing small animals they were looking up things on their phone yeah i do remember the guy the the two guys who were asking every question to siri
1: out loud out loud oh my
0: god cuz i would read a question and then i would hear it softly back <laughs> and i was like somebody repeating my question to like somebody else and i thought maybe like somebody was hard of hearing and they needed to repeat it for a second so what i do is make sure that teams that cheat come in third Mm
1: -hmm.
0: so they don't win any prizes yeah so they think that oh man so i want them to come back the next week and try it again i want them to see if they can i want them to feel like maybe they have a shot And then just make sure they never have a shot. (laughs) It's not hard. Folks out there, if you are people that try to cheat at pub quizzes, we know that you cheat at pub quizzes. We see you doing it. It's just not hard to find out.
1: So the very first pub quiz I ever did, I cheated.
0: Did you really? Well,
1: let me tell you this story. (laughs) I was with us. My blood is boiling. <laughs> no, wait. You, you got to listen.
0: You wanted to see my anger.
1: Now you've not, seen my anger. It's not like that. Ugh. So it was a friend who uh, had been my high school friend, and she'd been my roommate for a couple years, and she had moved out of town, mm-hmm. and she was back visiting. So we went to the bar, and we got pretty drunk. And just stumbled upon the trivia already happening. So we were just having a goof and like had our phones out and we were just, everybody hated us, but we weren't trying to win. We weren't even trying to really play. We were just having fun Mm -hmm. and we weren't hurting anybody. Right. And you know what? We we did not get very many answers right, even cheating.
0: <laughs> well, that's the thing. I mean, most pub quizzes are run so quickly that you don't have time to look up everything. Well, they
1: had these really weird audio clips, mm-hmm. and for every single one of them, we guessed Don Knotts. <laughs> <laughs> Like we're just goofing around. That's just good strategy, right there.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I did have a team once with phones out during the audio round, and I see them holding phones up to the speakers, and they were using Shazam (laughs) to do it. And and then we on the uh, on the uh, um, repeat right before, I was like, "Now look, you can't hold your phones up to the speakers and try to get it." And they said back to me, "Well, then how are we supposed to know?" Really? And it's like it's a quiz.
1: <laughs> How, are we How are we supposed
0: to, to know? know? You don't have to know. It's not like <laughs> it's not like imperative that you know. I'm asking you. Do you know? It's not like it's like so totally, you can't leave the bar until you get the right answer.
1: They totally didn't even get the concept, the concept of, the of the quiz. It was yeah, the concept
0: <laughs> of the quiz went right over their head. It's like, but uh, this is about getting the right answer. It's like, no, it's about do you know the right answer? Yeah. And maybe... Not
1: does your phone know. Oh, yeah.
0: It's so different now in the age of phones and things like that because when I first started playing pub quizzes before the age of smartphones, the rule was you couldn't bring anything from the outside uh, in. So you couldn't have like a piece of paper where you'd written down, you know, the state capitals or... Measurements of you know cups to quarts to gallons to things like that. Mm. You couldn't bring in stuff that may... Or like an, a copy of the periodic table of elements. You know, you're given an answer sheet, you're given a scratch piece of paper, and you couldn't have anything else out on the table. So that was kind of the first quizzes that I went to. Mm-hmm. And then it was later when I started hosting that the phone started to become a thing. And now it's like the most of the quizzes that I host... I don't see a lot of cheaters. It's very rare. It's, a, it's almost I don't a, so see a lot. It's almost surprising to see a cheater now. Yeah. Um, even people who have their phones out, I can usually see that they're not trying to cheat, but I'll still tell them to put their phones away just to – I don't want to start a rumble with another team thinking that yeah. that's what they're doing. But for the most part, if people are just so used to looking at their phones for the time and – to check messages and things like that, that a little glance here and there, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna call people on that, you know. I look at my phone because I don't wear a watch, mm-hmm. you know. So I, I, I get it. I, have, I remember going to pub quiz with a couple people, and they brought friends, and the friends could just could not get off their phones to the point where we had to just separate from them and go sit at another table because <laughs> they they weren't really participating. And they just could not. We were just like, seriously, you got to put away your phones. And then, like two minutes later, they would be out on their phones again. Nice. And it's like, you no, know, really, you can't put. You got to put your phones away. And they're just like, why? And it's like, okay, we're just going to go sit over here and play. You guys can sit here at the table with phones out <laughs> and do your thing. And then they would try to come in and like give us answers. And I was like, no, 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 you can't. Now look on your phones and then come tell us answers because that's going to look like you looked up something on your phone and and get away from us. And the (laughs) the funny the host because this is a place that we played all the time and we're we're you know a pretty successful team. And the post the host came over and was like, you know, I know you guys don't cheat, but your friends are like making you guys look bad. And it's like, yeah, we're separating from these people because we don't want to anybody to think that we're getting answers from them.
1: I had somebody during the audio round who's a regular come up and sit next to me while he did something on his phone. He's like, I just want you to see that I'm not cheating. I've had that too. i like, like, I watch, know you're not. Yeah. And that is sweet. Yeah. I had someone <laughs> like,
0: just so you know, I have to answer this text from my son. <laughs> yeah. he's He's got a thing and I've got to just want you to know that I'm not looking up anything. It's like. That's cool. That's cool. <laughs> and I think that's, you know, again, I, I hate to be... I would never want to be, like, a dictator on this stuff. I know some people get really hard about it, but it's, like, it's a game. And people have phones now, and it's hard not to look at them sometimes. You know, if as long as you're not abusing it, then, you know... And I think it's up for hosts to, like, make the atmosphere fun. So, and... And, and keep the game moving like we've talked about before so that the chances to cheat are minimal.
1: I've had people tattletale to me.
0: I have. I've had and people I've tattletale also to me.
1: told people to tattletale.
0: <laughs> oh, I have too. There was a place that I did trivia where it was really hard to see all the teams. And so I told people, it's like, if you see somebody on their phones, just let me know. I won't make a big deal out of it, but I just want to, you know, I'll check in with that. And then, uh, there was a team that came up to me and was like, you know, the team back there that's doing really well, they just have their iPad out. So I wandered back there and, sure sort enough, of, they have their iPad out on Google with the last question that I asked like, oh typed into it. Oh my gosh. Just, you know, just sitting there with it, with it out. I was like, okay, folks out there, don't do not do it. It's not worth it. You know, have a little integrity.
1: I learned so much from you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> when will the student become the master?
1: <laughs> Just don't call me Grasshopper.
0: Okay, Grasshopper. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, name that tune. All right, this week's audio round challenge has to do with National Doctors Week. Uh, you will be hearing songs that have something to do with the medical profession. Or something to do with being sick. Give you one point for the title of the song, one point for the artist. Send those answers in at quizfix at gmail.com and please let us know where you're sending in from. Here is this week's audio round challenge. Your audio round starts meow. One.
1: 4 5
0: all right that's it for the audio round challenge send in your answers to quizfix at gmail.com you can also submit them on our contact page that is at quizfix.net slash contact and other goodies and stuff will be found at our podcast page, quizfix.net slash podcast. Keep those photos of your pets with their headphones on coming in. And keep your fantasy draft pub quiz teams coming in as well. We're going to be posting some of those up at our uh, podcast page. Again, quizfix.net slash podcast. And please, let us know where you're uh, submitting from. And please, spread the word with your friends. Tell everybody that you know. Word of mouth is the best advertising, and we really do appreciate all the listeners, all the downloaders. Uh, thank you so much for, uh, for that. Uh, that is it for this week's podcast. Usually Monica signs off, so I'm going to try to do my best Monica impersonation right now. So uh, thanks very much, and we'll see you next week. Bye.
1: Let's get trivial, trivial. I want to get trivial.